So, hey, I've been speaking about spiritual warfare and the prophetic and office of the prophet, etc., etc. But what about those people in church that are just unusual and they, they keep it to themselves, they don't share it with anybody, but they have dreams and, and they have visions and they don't know what a vision is. So let me explain to you what these things are first before I go any further. So a dream is obviously something you have at night. You, you're laying there at night, you're asleep and you have a dream. And, and, and sometimes what you consider daydreaming is actually a vision, okay? And not to get too technical about it, but you can sit there daydreaming and that could, that has the potential to be a vision. So there's different types of visions and and there's no real black or white anywhere as to what a vision is and what a vision isn't. So bear with me as I, as I, as I try to define a vision. So I've had one type of vision where I'm sitting in the motor vehicle and I'm looking out at the traffic light and I'm seeing somebody cross the sidewalk in front of me on the pedestrian walkway. And the next thing, I'm, I'm seeing something totally different. I'm seeing myself in a snowy area, walking in the snow, hearing a dark bark and saying to myself, man, I wish I'd bought that coat. Okay. Now, fast forward there two years later, I'm actually literally walking in the snow in Kentucky. And I'm saying to myself, I wish I'd bought that coat. And I hear the dog bark. And I'm like, oh, yeah, it was the vision I had. So a vision could happen unexpectedly. You're sitting there doing one thing, uh, focusing on one thing, in my case, a pedestrian. And the next thing, I'm actually in a vision. Those are really great visions. But then there's another type of vision. And another type, you could call it a dream if you really wanted to. It's called daydreaming. You're in the day and you're dreaming. And you're just dreaming. And, and sometimes, hey, it's just your subconscious bringing up stuff from the past. So it's what I might call a pizza or, you know, Italian pasta dream. And, and then sometimes it's actually from heaven. And it's not always easy to define and determine which is which. If it's really weird and wacky and, and out there, it's normally just a pasta dream. But if you're the type of person who's having these dreams all the time, and normally that type of person is often defined is, is society labels them as ADHD. Now I'm not saying everybody who has ADHD is in this category. Amen. But sometimes you do have, these dreamers are defined as having ADHD and they put on various medications. They're constantly daydreaming. They're constantly fidgeting. They can't sit still. They're constantly doodling, drawing pictures. Um, having very vivid dreams at night, maybe they're having night terrors, maybe they're having nightmares, but they're always dreaming. Now, everybody dreams, just not like these people. These people dream all the time. In society, in business, we call them visionaries. You know, they've got, like Steve Jobs was a visionary, um, Bill Gates, a visionary, you know, um, Branson, a visionary. So we call these guys visionaries, but what about those in the church that are visionaries that just not making a business out of their visions. So I want to talk about those people, the dreamers, the dreamers. The Bible says God spoke to Moses and, and Sarah and, and um, Aaron and said, Hey, sorry, Moses, Miriam and Aaron. And he said, Hey, uh, I speak to Moses face to face, not in dreams or visions or dark sayings. And so there we see that in the Bible, there are visions, dreams and dark sayings, which are riddles and, par- and parables. But there are dreamers and the dreamers are those that are deep thinkers they're normally very deep thinkers they can be very melancholic they can be melancholy they can they can struggle with depression and sadness and they retreat into their minds they often write poetry um, enjoy philosophy 
deep thinkers. And those are the people that we lose in church because they're sitting there introverted, as it were, sometimes, and they focus inward. And we don't recognize that these people are not sick, as you might suppose, but these people are just, they have a gift that is different from everybody else's. And we need to start recognizing that gift of the dreamer and empowering and equipping and teaching the dreamer what those dreams mean. We have dream interpreters, we just don't talk about them because people get all woo-woo, dream interpreter, new age. No, it's not new age, dummy. Joseph was a dream interpreter. Come on now. It's very, very old age. It's just that the church, the Christian body today is afraid of anything. It might be mystical or, or a little bit out there. But these people walk amongst us. We have dreamers amongst us. And if you're a dreamer and you're struggling to find companionship with your tribe, email me and I'll help you set you up with somebody. Other dreamers, dreamers. I'm attracted. Dreamers are attracted to me, and I'm attracted to dreamers. I love dreamers because I understand them. They like to write poetry. They like philosophy. They they do They write deep thoughts. They keep a journal. They have very very vivid dreams, and they have visions, and they don't know what to do with it. These are wonderful, wonderful people that are often lost in in normal church. They're lost in schools, and they're diagnosed, and they try to we try to force them to comply with normal society, normal education. You know, and I'll get onto the education system later. But right now, I want to speak to the dreamers and, and the, the ones that are struggling. And they often struggle with sadness, low self-esteem, low self-worth, because people tell them that they're not fulfilling their expectations. But that's because you can't judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree. And you can't judge a monkey by its ability to swim. And so when you're dealing with dreamers, you can't judge them by their ability to have a 9-to-5 job. Sitting behind a, in a, behind a computer desk all day, every day. That's like asking a fish to climb a tree. You've got to find the place and, and the, the, the medium for the dreamer to operate. And when you put the fish in the water, my gosh, you can't touch that fish in the water. But you put them in a tree, they're going to struggle. And that's what we have in society today. We have dreamers and visionaries that are trying to climb trees and they fish. And everyone's saying to them, you ought to be able to climb the tree because all monkeys can climb trees. And, and the poor dreamers thinking they're a monkey and they're thinking they should be climbing trees. And they're actually not monkeys. They can't climb trees. They fish. They need to swim. And I use the, the metaphor of a dreamer and, and water because that's what dreaming is about. It's a fluid motion. It's, dreamers love being in the water. It calms them down. It gives them a sense of peace and it flows. And, and it's, that's often something that a dreamer enjoys. I want to encourage you, if you're a dreamer and you don't have a tribe, you're looking for your tribe, reach out to us. Uh, we'll try and help you and try and hook you up with a local tribe. And write down, write down your dreams. Write them all down. And most important, when you wake up in the morning, grab a pencil, a pen, and paper, and write down whatever you remember. Write down what you ate for dinner. Write down what you drank before you went to bed. What time you woke up, what your thoughts are, what your feelings are. Write it all down, everything. And you'll see a pattern will start to emerge and things will start to go click and you'll start to understand what are these gods trying to show you. And often people will wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning and they'll go, why don't I wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning? Or, or 3.03, some strange number. Write that down. Study these things out. Study yourself. Because generally you're not going to find anybody who's going to want to help you or can help you because most people don't understand that gift. It's a unique gift. It's not one that's often spoke about in the church. It's not one that society even talks about, unless, of course, you're a dreamer and you go into business and you have a massive visionary, then suddenly you're important. But for everybody else, it seems like we don't ever focus on the dreamers, and yet they're very important part of our society. We need fish, we need monkeys, 
We need dreamers and we need the logical left brain thinkers, but we also need the right brain thinkers. We need the visionaries. We need the artists. And we need to empower and equip and encourage those people that don't fit into normal society. And yes, it's very biblical. It's very biblical. Dreamer Joseph. Joseph was a dreamer. Joseph was a dreamer. You're in good company if you're a dreamer. Joseph was a dreamer. Daniel was a dreamer. Once again, you're in good company if you're a dreamer. I want you to be blessed and I want you to prosper. And I want to pray a blessing of peace over you in the name of Jesus Christ.